0: What are the signs that you were raised by a narcissist? Number one, they lie to you and not just about Santa Claus. Number two, they manipulate you over and over again to get you to do what they want or to obtain narcissistic supply. Number three, they triangulate you with siblings, other parents, and anyone else who might be willing to be a flying monkey for them. Number four, they sabotage you, your efforts, and your success or your happiness. They even sabotage adult relationships, romantic or otherwise, that you try to have. Number five, they scapegoat you and blame you for all the problems in the world, make you feel completely worthless, and just plain not good enough. Number six, they gaslight you so you doubt yourself, your experiences, and your sanity. Number seven, they disengage with you and give you the silent treatment in order to punish you. Number eight, they cause trouble for you and isolate you from people who might otherwise support you. Number nine, they refuse to take responsibility for their bad behavior and instead deflect by pointing out how it's really your fault and by focusing on something you did wrong that isn't related. Number 10, they demean, devalue, and belittle you so that your self-esteem is completely destroyed. Sound familiar? Let me know. If your mother's a narcissist, you might feel like you're always looking through broken glass. What I mean is that your vision, your understanding of the world, your perception, it will be distorted of the way you were raised. You will learn that your value is conditional, love is conditional. It's only what you can do for someone that makes you loved. But I'm here to tell you that's not right. That's not true. Even so you might find out that you end up in a toxic relationship with a narcissist as an adult if you were raised by one of these people. Any of that sound familiar? Let me know. Unfortunately I was born to one and due to a serious betrayal on her part, I start to research Not only what was wrong with me, but what was wrong with our mother-daughter relationship. Long story short, I found the term NPD. I went to the library because there was very little on the internet at that time about this. I started digging in. I'd have figured out a lot. At the time, I owned a small publishing company, which I still own, but I was not doing NPD or narcissistic-based recovery as a niche. I did start to write about it on my blog, and then things started to get interesting. So this was my personal blog, I wasn't intending to do much with this information, except I just as a journalist needed to research it as an empath, I needed to connect the emotions and the facts. And that helped a lot of people. In fact, people today still read off my blog and call it their own content. But anyway, you want to know the rest, let me know. Exactly. There's a common debate, is narcissism nurture or nature? And I think we all know that it's partially nurture, it's mostly nurture. Uh, There are some studies that indicate it might also be a little bit nature, but this type of personality disorder generally is not activated without trauma and Clearly some of us become lucky enough to not be narcissists of the malignant nature when we're raised by narcissists But there's a one in two chance that you will (laughs) Be a narcissist if you're raised by a narcissist remember that so yeah women don't get a pass from me But they do get a pass from society let me know your thoughts
1: when i was nine we had so much problem in our household that my mother in desperation said you know go get out of the house take your little three-year-old brother and don't come back until it's dark and so we would wander the streets heading our way to some park or something and at one point my little brother three years old was crying he was tired so i whacked him I punished him because that's how I learned in our family. Everybody got punished and hit and beaten. And he just cried anymore. If you don't stop crying, I'm going to hit you again. And I hit him again on the shoulder. And he would cry more. And I just said, My God, I can't continue hitting him. He's so little. And so I said, I'm going to abandon you if you don't stop crying. And I ran off. Now I'm a half a block away watching him stumbling on his little pudgy legs, crying uncontrollably, abandoned. And I saw, oh my God, how pathetic. He's just like me, abandoned in a hostile world. And I, anyway, I felt so much remorse. So I went back to him and I knew it was the wrong thing to do, no, if you don't obey, you should be punished. But still, something else was at stake. So I just ended up hugging him. And I said, okay, you know, it's all right. And I began telling him stories. You see, there's this magical bike. When you're tired, you don't even have to pedal. And anyway, it must have worked. Eventually he stopped crying. So then when I finally could go home, I was ready to tell my mom all this trauma. Did I do the right thing or nothing? And she heard three sentences and she said, you think you're the only person with problem? And the shame filled me up for even bringing up my problems. Anyway, it was very traumatic. And ever since then, I had this big wound. Nobody knows, nobody cares. And now to this day, one reason I do all these uh, TikToks and videos and all my books, like. I know so many of people, many of you have suffered and nobody has properly acknowledged it. So even though I can't fix it, I want to say, I know how you've suffered. I see you. And so let me just help you give a little rest.
0: You know, if you were raised by a narcissist, something kind of crazy happens. No matter what they do to you, no matter how much they abuse you, you don't stop loving them. You stop loving yourself. In fact, almost any personality flaw that you have, including codependency, which might have led you to be in a toxic relationship as an adult, can be traced back to your childhood. One of the best ways to begin to heal yourself is to become the parent you should have had instead of the one you did have. Become that parent for yourself. What do you think? Let me know. I don't just listen to your words. Sometimes all you have to do is just walk into a room and I can read your energy just because I feel it. Sometimes when you're feeling angry or upset, I can barely breathe. I watch your face. I can tell a lot by the way you hold your mouth. I know what you're saying and what you're not saying. I can tell what your silence means. I watch your body language. I can tell how you feel or what you're thinking about or just your general mood based on the way you're holding your shoulders, the way you're holding yourself in general, the way you're standing or sitting. Maybe you want to call me an empath or maybe you want to call me something else. I'm not psychic. I'm just a survivor of narcissistic abuse. The truth is that a lot of trauma victims end up with these skills. And we do call ourselves empaths many times. Growing up, I assumed I learned these things because it helped me stay safe. As an adult, I like to say I'm an empath. It feels better than saying I'm an abuse victim. What are your thoughts about all this?
2: Mom, I got to ask you a question. Yeah, but can you make it quick? Because I want to go shopping. Yes, we'll make it quick. What is it? Remember when I was 17 and I first moved out of the house and I would call you and I would ask you if you were mad at me? Do you You've always been a little paranoid. I just found out that it's a trauma response. What is it about your generations that are always playing the victim? I'm not being a victim, Mom. I I just want to tell you something I learned. No, you're being a victim, and you're going to tell me what a terrible mother I was. This has more to do with just how I'm processing things now as an adult, and I just wanted to have a conversation. I don't want to have this conversation with you. It's not my fault some of the things that happened to you happened, Chantel. I know everything wasn't your fault. I'm just trying to put pieces together for my own healing. It's not just about you. Things happened to me too. I know, and because of that is why you didn't see what happened to me. And what do you want me to do about it? I want you to listen to me
0: can be really difficult for empaths to understand how narcissists do what they do. It's difficult for us to comprehend or even really accept the idea that someone could be so cold and cruel when we've spent our entire lives trying to make other people comfortable and trying to make other people feel okay about themselves. And yet for someone to directly contradict that is it's confusing. It doesn't make sense to us that they could so easily lie about us or ignore us or pretend we don't exist or insult us to our own faces and behind our backs. It doesn't make sense to us how easily they will just conspire with people against us and tell us to our faces that they've got our back. We end up defending ourselves against a manipulative liar and it only harms us in the end. Thanks to the unprovoked trauma that they subject us to, we end up with all kinds of after effects. Have you been in a relationship with a narcissist? Can you relate to this? As you work on healing from narcissistic abuse there's something important you need to remember you cannot undo what has been done you can't change what happened you can't undo the trauma you had no control over what they did and you didn't know what you were in until you knew so forgive yourself if you have any anger toward yourself and focus on healing and moving forward with focus mindfulness and intention you can heal and you can do so in a way that allows you to stop those ongoing voices in your head. And I don't mean schizophrenia. (laughs) I mean the voices of the narcissist or narcissists in your life that keep playing and telling you're not good enough. That's not you. In my own recovery, it helped to remember that the longer I allowed myself to dwell on that person and the stress they caused me, the longer they continue to control me. And I hope that helps you today too. What do you think? Let me know.